This, 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 we are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. How you doing? Hope you're well. Little bit of an extra treat for you. I caught up with Michael Conlon, who's currently out in Australia. He's going to be fighting on the undercard of Manny Pacquiao, Jeff Horn. So I thought we'd have a little bit of a chat ahead of that fight and, of course, try and drop in a few other things that he's going to be up to over the next month, including maybe getting himself on the undercard of Mayweather McGregor. This is the Fight Disciples podcast. Subscribe now via the iTunes store. Great, Adam. How's things? Yeah, sound, man. Sound. Um, First of all, matey, how is uh, lovely Australia? Brisbane, are you taking it all in? Are you managing to do some sightseeing? Are you managing to get stuck in? Yeah, it's it's been great so far. You know, it's a a beautiful city. It's winter here, but it feels like a a summer back home. You know, it's, it's fantastic and I've been able to get around the place, have a look around, see some see some family who are actually living yeah. here, and you know, obviously get the training done and get the preparation done. Also, I know you got family out there, and I know that there'll be family coming out to watch you, mate. But is there any family back home that yeah. you're uh, obviously in telephone com- conversations with? Yeah, obviously, my father and stuff. They can't make it out. My father's well. There's a reason why I asked that, uh, Mike. There's a reason why I asked that, right? Because every time that somebody yeah. someone's on their holidays, especially when they're on the other side of the world, even though you're not on your holidays, you're out there for a fight, yeah. mate. They'll always ask you, "What time is it over there?" They'll always ask you that. What's weather like over there? <laughs> You'll get all these questions, buddy. So you've got you've got to give us a little bit of that for uh, for the show tonight, mate. What time is it over there? It's nice. 8 a.m. <laughs> so, so you're up. You're, you're up ready to rock and roll. Listen, listen, let's get to the fighting. Let's stop messing about because we've got... It's quite a historic weekend yeah. uh, this weekend. Anybody that follows fighting, they'll know uh, that over in Australia this weekend, it's happening Sunday afternoon in Australia, so therefore in America they're getting it at tea time or late, late evening uh, on a Saturday night. Here in the UK, we're getting it early doors on a Sunday morning. Of course, Manny Pacquiao um, against Jeff Owen, but you're on the undercard there, my friend. It's quite well. It's yeah. an it's historical night. It's a historical day for Australian boxing. Big stadium, <laughs> nearly sixty thousand people in there, mate. You must be absolutely buzzing to be a part of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm over the moon. It's Australia's biggest ever event, a uh, sporting event, I think. Definitely the biggest ever face, and uh, you know something that I'm really looking forward to. Think on the same card as Manny Pacquiao. It's uh, it's a dream come true, and it's only my third face, so you know. And I'm also one of the co-features, so it's uh, it's going to be special, and I'm really looking forward to it. Mate, it's a little bit um, different than uh, headlining. Obviously, when you made your professional debut, that was New York. You've obviously done yeah. Chicago. You've been the top boy at the top of the bill. There's a lot of pressure that comes with that. Now, even though that this is an historical yeah. event, is the pressure off you a little bit with this one? Because the majority of the eyes are on Manny. Yeah, I think so. I think so, definitely. You know, it's going to give me a bit more of a chance to showcase my time without having to worry about putting on like a fantastic performance. I'll be able to put on a better performance, I think, uh, with the spotlight on me, you know, but it's going to it's gonna be a, a good change. I've had in my first two events and this one is going to be a bit more low-key, but it's still going to be uh, it's still going to be major league, but it's going to be a bit less than the other ones because the, the eyes are on money. It's a big opportunity as well, isn't it? Because this is the first time since, I think, 2005 that a Pacquiao fight's not been on pay-per-view, so it's being aired in the States on ESPN, which, if I'm not mistaken, mate, goes yeah. into around about 90 million households, so you know what I mean? <laughs> There's a few people that could be watching yeah. this at the weekend, pal. That's the thing. They were saying it's, it's going to go into over 100 million homes in America. Wow. And, uh, you know, 
ESPN have come on and done a deal with Top Rank and I, my promoters, which they're going to kind of promote boxing, how they promote NBA, NFL, and you know it's going to be a, a big, big change, and you know you're going to see the, the landscape of boxing change with, with this big. When you signed with Top Rank, were you aware of that deal, or is that something that's come off the back of it? Was that kind of uh, the thing that, that that made you go over? Because that's a massive thing for it to be on free-to-air television in the United States. That is huge. No, I, I wasn't aware of it at all. You know, it, it, it is huge, and 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 it's only came the fruition, I think, over the last few months. And you know, I, I'm so happy to be a part of part of Top Rank anyway. But now this has made it even better. So you know, it's I, I'm with a winning team. And now we've got even a better winning remedy. How are you getting on with him? Everything all right with Bob? Is he looking after you? Oh, Bob looks after me all right. Bob's <laughs> the man. No, I'm telling you, he, I think he's 83 and he still has a main to sharpen the pack. He's unbelievable. Uh, you could sit and listen to his stories all day. He doesn't forget one single detail. And, you know, he's just really a really interesting person to be around. I know you're working um, closely with Matt Macklin. I know that he's uh, obviously managing you. And off the first couple of yeah. fights, with all due respect, Michael, right? I'm, I'm I'm not blowing smoke up your backside here, right? But they, those lads that you were fighting weren't fit to lace your gloves, okay? So we're, what, what's, yeah. the, what, what's the plan over the next 12 months, mate? I mean, you must be crying out for better opposition because I'm guessing that better opposition will bring out the, be- yeah. uh, the better fighter that you are. Yeah, that's, that, that's the plan. You know, I'm listening to the top rank at the minute and, and you know, I've, you've seen them as just him, Tim again and produce champions like Floyd Mayweather, Miguel Cotto, Manny Pacquiao, all these mm. guys, so they know what they're doing. And they're going to move me along at the right pace. And I think that, you know, this opponent is a step-up class since the last one. Uh, the first two, the half of being able to lace the gloves. This guy, in fairness, I'm going to blow him away and he's not going to be able to lace my gloves, but at the same time, he's a step in the right direction. And, you know, hopefully this time next year, I'll definitely have a belt. Maybe not a world take, but I'll have a belt. And uh, hopefully by 2019, I'll be fit for a world take. Uh, I've been keeping an eye on your social media, mate. I noticed that you um, you met Roberto Duran the other day. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty. That's pretty special, man. Knocking about with the hands of stone. That's pretty cool. It was unbelievable. You know, we, we met him, and I was expecting him to be. I don't know, not, not even speak English, but he spoke English. He was good crack, and he chatted for about ten minutes. And you know, it was, it was great to meet a legend like Roberto Duran, who's probably one of the greatest to ever do it. To be honest. No, absolutely, man. I noticed that you actually kept it quite cool, whereas your brother, he, he looked like a kid in a sweet shop, mate. He had a, he had a cheesy grin from ear to ear, mate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, he, he, he loves Roberto more than me. You know, uh, he's read his books and everything, and, you know, he's a real big fan of him. So when he, when he met him, he was, uh, he was over to me. How are you finding uh, the switch from uh, amateur to pro? I ask this to everybody that started just started out in the programme. I mean, everybody knows your amateur pedigree, mate. World and Commonwealth, ABA gold medalist, the Olympic bronze at uh, London. A lot of people saw you there uh, at London 2012. Everybody knows what happened in Rio, whatever, right? But how are you finding that switch over yeah. now from amateurs to pros? Is it is it an easy transition for you or is it a little bit of adjustment? There's, there's a little bit of adjustment, but it's been relatively easy. Uh, you know, I'm training over in California at the minute with uh, Manny Robles, and, you mm. know, one of the likes of World Champions like Oscar Valdez and Jesse Magdaleno. So, so I'm, get, I'm getting great work. And, you know, I think that the, the process of the changeover has been quite easy and quite fluid. So, you know, I, I feel good. The amateur, the amateurs, what happened, happened. And uh, now it's under the, the pro ranks, which I've always felt my stay was was made for. 
So, yeah. you know, I think that at the minute it's going well. I wonder why you decided to train over in uh, the Sunshine State uh, rather than uh, a rainy Monday in Belfast. And that's no disrespect to Belfast. It's a beautiful city, my man. It's a beautiful place. But yeah. I, w- I wonder if that had any sway in it whatsoever. You know what I mean? You finish your training, you get down the beach, Mike, you have a little bit, you know what I mean? You have a little bit of a swim in the sea and then do your second session rather yeah. than rather than uh, have to get the old brolly out to go down to the old cafe whilst you're in uh, Belfast, matey. <laughs> I think the, I'll be honest the main reason I, uh, I I went over I came over to CLA was because it wouldn't even be the weather you know it, it obviously it's the part but I don't believe you Michael Michael I do not believe you I'm not having it you are the, you, the weather played no part whatsoever I'm not having it no it, it obviously played a little bit of a part but the main the main, the main reason was definitely the, the coach Manny Robles and uh, the, the sparring partners you know in that gym every day, I'm sworn world champions or, or seem to be world champions, and it's, it's tough. I know that's one thing about it. On that day, a day if you're going to do it, you have to be fully confident of going over and doing it and, and, and give it your all because if you do it half hearted, you're, you're going to come home early. You're on a bit of a mini world tour at the moment. I know that you're obviously up based in the States, but you've done New York, you've done Chicago, and now you're off to Australia. What's next, man? Where are you going next? It's, are you, are you going to be uh, having a quick word to see if um, Bob can maybe um, patch up his relationship with Floyd for a bit of an undercard in Vegas? What do we reckon, boy? What do we reckon? Uh, well, <laughs> there's been feelers put out for that. But, good man, uh, good man, get on it. Uh, I've been, I've been, I was on the series of papers and I was on the Connor and everything. So, you know, uh, I think it's, I think it's a bit of a hard one with the situation, the promotional situation. But, you know, anything's possible, and we'll wait and find out. But for the, for the, for the time being, I'm scheduled to play the game. I think twenty uh, second of September in uh, Arizona. Fantastic. And then uh, I'll box again maybe in Boston, and then definitely by the end of the year in December, I think it'll be off. Fantastic, man. New York and Chicago, big Irish um, following in those cities, mate. What's it like out in yeah. Brisbane? Are they out there? Are they are they chanting the name? Have you can you see the old uh, green and gold knocking about? It's unbelievable. There's so much Irish here. I think I think at the minute there's like around two million Irish living in Australia. So you know, I know there's like about five or six days come to the face. Yeah, and it's not even a. I didn't even expect that much, but that's that's how much it's coming. So. Well, uh, third or about, it could be more, it could be less, but it's not going to be much of a difference from that. It's very unusual when it's a Manny Pacquiao card um, for somebody to be um, like uh, on that undercard, mate, that can attract a following like Manny Pacquiao can attract a following. And I'm not saying that you're going to be pulling 25,000, 30,000 Irishmen in yeah. there, but it'll sound like it because let's be straight, after a few Guinness on a Sunday afternoon, pal, they'll be singing, won't they? They'll be all over it. <laughs> <laughs> this, this like I'd say six thousand Irish probably sends like fifty thousand Irish. So you know, uh, it's just how they are. Once once they get the the few Guinness in them, they're gone, and, and the songs are no matter what. It's, it's just happy days from there on. No, absolutely, man. Listen, um, I know that now obviously you've turned pro and that you're in the press a lot and you're speaking to people like ourselves and people know more about you. Then obviously with that becomes quite nice um, product endorsement, let's just say. Product endorsement. There'll be people wanting to get involved yeah. and sponsor you and do your thing. And I noticed that Mr. Tato sent you some cheese and onion recently, which is always a good thing, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? They are the best Chris knocking about bar none. I'm trying to plug for myself now here as well, but they're the boys. Ah. <laughs> uh. Unbelievable! Like, like someone asked me on uh, Twitter, what I'm missing back home is potato. 
and uh, they contacted me and sent me a, a box. And it wasn't even like a normal big box, it was like 120 packets in it, so I haven't got through even 10 of them, to be honest, but I will definitely get through when I'm back home. That's it, mate. You don't, hey, don't be missing weight because of Mr. Tato. That's not a good endorsement, all right, lad? <laughs> Stay off the Mr. Tato until you've done the fight. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Listen, you can't go anywhere now without people talking to you about uh, your uh, uh, your friend, the man that walked out um, at Madison, Madison Square Garden with you, Conor McGregor, obviously, this super fight that everybody's talking about on August 26th. Is it true that you're part of his camp? Are you going to do a bit? Are you going to do a bit of sparring with him? No, I, I won't do no sparring with him, no. Uh, he's he's going to be fighting a lot heavier with him. Yeah, I fight at 122, and he's going to be fighting Floyd at... 154, so you know, it's, I think it's a bit stupid to say I've been yeah. partner, but he has asked me to come to his camp. Just to, not, 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 I wouldn't say as much to give him a base, just to, just to kind of be a part and experience it, you know, just for, for more for my benefit than his benefit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was nice of him, but they got, I think I'll be in training camp at the same myself, so because now I've got a space schedule for the uh, 22nd of September, so, you know, I don't think I'll be able to make it down to the camp. Mate, it's crazy at the moment. And they're fighting Irish. They're everywhere, and they're doing extremely well at, 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 at crazy levels. Yeah. Obviously, Connor's Connor's the man. Then, um, obviously, in his discipline in UFC, you've got James Gallagher who did his thing at the weekend. I thought he was absolutely sensational. But then yeah. you've got other guys, um, and I'm going to mention his name, man, because I've no doubt that your paths are going to cross in the pro game. Ryan Burnett, who's just become IBF uh, bantamweight champ. Yeah. Let's be straight here, Michael. You're the last yeah. man to put a loss on his record, boy. So, so at some point, it's going to happen, <laughs> isn't it? It's going to happen, yeah. Well, listen. If it, if it happens, it happens. It's up. It's up to Rand. He's later to me. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to move through the divisions if he if he wants that wants that fight to happen and wants to try to get revenge. But you know, I'd happily take it in the morning. Uh, it, it would be no skit off rhinos. You know, it's something something that I would love to happen. And plus, we're both from Belfast, so it would be a good uh, it'd be a good fight for the city. I'd tell you, summer Windsor. You'd be able to sell Windsor Park out for that twice over, mate. Easy. I think would would be able to if it's so great and you know maybe take a bit of time, but if it's so great, I think it will be even bigger than Windsor Park. No, mate, it'd be unbelievable. Yeah, obviously you go you sort yourself out. You go and become uh, super bantam champ, world champ. There, put a little bit yeah. of a uh, trinket on the line there, and uh, that'll be sensational. Let, let, all right, well, I'll put a time scale on it. We'll say two years. All right, we'll put two years to try and make that fight because yeah. you're both young enough lads to make that happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's not that that's impossible for me. As long as if he's if he's up there in two years at that division, and he gets up to the super the super division two years, it'd be fantastic, and it would, that that would leave it in my hands to try to stay at the bottom for the next two years. So, you know, that's that's kind of the plan. Top man, uh, tell Bob I've sorted that. I'll send the contracts over, mate. Ten percent, yeah, that's all I'm taking. There you go. We'll get Very that. <laughs> we'll get that organised. Eddie's back in his cut. You took Eddie's cut. No, no, don't worry about Eddie. I'll sort <laughs> him out. We'll have a word with Ed. No worries. We'll get that old box stuff, lad. No bother whatsoever. <laughs> Listen, good luck at the weekend. It's going to be unbelievable. The experiences that you're getting now over the next month or so are going to be unbelievable. Yeah. This in the stadium in Brisbane is going to be something else, and then obviously uh, the the super fight <laughs> we uh, with Connor in Vegas will be will be absolutely something else yeah. T- try and take it in mate how, how do you take it in it's quite difficult to take all that in isn't it you just gotta sit back and enjoy the rage you know and think at times some, sometimes some athletes get caught up too much in, in the process I think instead of just enjoying it and I feel that that's one thing I'm always good at is just sit back and enjoy it mate 
Definitely. And if you can get us a ticket for Mayweather McGregor, that'd be great, man. If you can send that over, that'd be wonderful. <laughs> Listen, Mike, good luck at the weekend, mate. Going to be watching that. That's live on Box Nation here in the UK. Early hours of Sunday morning because he's fighting Sunday afternoon in Brisbane and it's all for ESPN over in the States, 9 o'clock uh, on Saturday evening. Make sure you check it out because this kid is unbelievable. Michael, thanks, mate. Much appreciated. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.